multiversal cues. Thunder sounds in the back. Wait, no. Is it thunder or lightning that's the sound? It's thunder. Thunder crackles in the background. Multiversal cue. Your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. I'm Devin. And uh, this week we are wrapping up our Batman coverage because it's the end of Bat-tober. Our sort of Batman-themed month of uh, spooky stories, said Luke sort with of. a tilt. Yeah, yeah, it was sort of a... not exactly that. And I mean, next month is going to be tie-in-vember. Because we've got Thor movie coming out. I am I am so pumped for yeah, Thor. And all the reviews for it have been really good. I am avoiding all of them. And if Oh, I don't. I don't. I just, just... At this point, I just look at yeah. scores. And scores have all been high. Yeah, I, I'm hearing... That's all that I know. Say this is... I'm hearing this is what people thought, like, Guardians was going to be like. Based on what everyone was talking about. So that makes me very excited. Uh, but yeah, next month is going to be tie-in-vember, so we've got, like, Punisher and Thor and your Justice League and more Exiles. Justice League. Oh, actually, there's another one, too. Justice League. If, what? I don't know if there's, I don't think there's what. There might be what if. Um, Runaways. Ah, uh, there is a Runaway story that we could presumably okay. do if we can find it. Uh, it was a backup feature. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we can do I'm actually looking forward to that. uh... I would be if it was coming out on a channel that was... Wait, no, it's coming out on Hulu, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I I would look forward to it if I had time. There we go. That's a better excuse. Yeah, I watched, like, the first episode of Stranger Things when I got home tonight after watching The Good Place. And The Good Place is such a good show. Still, I am... I started watching the first season. I like what I've seen. Mm-hmm. It season two goes buck wild, where it sort of changes what it is every episode okay. or two. Mm-hmm. New season of Fresh Off the Boat's been great. Okay, there there's a lot of TV that's like really really well regarded, and I'm like, uh, I've got comics I've got, got to read, and I have to know about Gen X. It's got Kim Jong Un in it. That was actually the first. That yeah, was the got... first reason that I picked up on the show. It's Randall Park who played him in the interview. Yeah, but like Randall Park was also very good in other things, such as. I'm curious what you would know him from. I'm making sure that it was the correct. Thing that I was going to. I mean, he's in like a bunch of things, but like he's very like one-off character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He was Jeff in What Hot American Summer First Day of Camp. Oh yeah. And he was in Michael Bolton's Big Sexy Valentine's Day special. After Fresh Off the Boat came out, the interview was like his big thing before the show came out. I guess, but 
Yeah, I'm, I, I'm on his Wikipedia page. The more important thing is going to be Jimmy now. Woo. Nice. Wait, on, I, I know who Jimmy Woo is, but what will he be Jimmy Woo Ant-Man on? Ant-Man the Wasp. Excuse me. Oh yeah, I think I remember reading. That's what that started thing. my whole thing of I'm gonna fan cast the Angels of Atlas. Hmm. Just because Randall Park got confirmed as Jimmy Woo for the new Ant Man movie. Time is an illusion. For sure. <sighs> but yeah, we are here to talk about two Batman stories this week. The first is Batman in Darkest Night, and the second one is Batman in Castle of the Bat. Oh, oh, oh. And, uh, Batman in Darkest Night is a Mike W. Barr as writer jam. You know about Mike W. Barr, right, Devin? Let me pull up some of his stuff that he is well known for. Uh, so he was the guy behind Batman and the Outsiders. Don't know what that is. Uh, he had... It was the team that had Batman with a bunch of, uh, very strange characters. He... He's a guy who has done a lot of stuff. Uh, he was, like, one of the big Batman influences. He was... Oh, oh, oh. Well, that one's not as good of a thing. He did Batman Year Two. Oh, that sucks. Was... I didn't read it though. Yeah. Uh, he also did Son of the Demon. And, uh. He, he's done a lot of stuff that has been very influential. Gotcha. Uh huh. Well, let's see if they said read this. He also... Oh, yes, he wrote. Here, here's something I can tell you that I read of his. Mm-hmm. Marvel team up number one hundred and one: Spider-Man and Nighthawk. You love your Nighthawk. That was a thing that he wrote that I've read. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, uh, Jerry Bingham did the uh, art. Digital Chameleon did the colors and Pat Brousseau did the letters. And this is a weird sequel to, or it's like a weird spinoff point of Batman Year One, where basically after he's failed his first attempt at fighting crime without really having an identity and without being able to inspire fear and he got his ass kicked, uh, normally this is where a bat flies in through his room, or this is normally where a bat flies in through the window. But instead, he is shown a vision uh, by the Green Lantern power ring of Aben Sur, and he goes out to find the spaceship where Aben Sur lies dying, and he is granted the Green Lantern ring. And so using that power, he makes his way uh, into the cave under the mansion, and he gets a whole brightest day, blackest night spiel. And I, I like how they didn't need to explain... Batman's parents got killed. This is the origin, at least I was at gonna the say, I mean, start of it. Do. Yeah, but it it actually ties in. It's not just a we need this to happen. Oh yeah, because it's part of Batman. Yeah, 
And so meanwhile, the Red Hood and his gang are holed up in the Ace Chemicals factory. And the new Green Lantern comes in and starts to capture all of them, but they shoot. And uh, this causes yellow gas to leak out, which is one of the things that the ring is directly weak against. So he like forms a giant vacuum cleaner and is able to process it that way. But uh, one of the criminals continues shooting at him, which causes a massive explosion. And he's able to get them out to safety and, con uh, and contain the chemicals, but Commissioner Gordon doesn't trust Batman. And Batman's like, I don't really care. And he pulls off Red Hood's mask and is like, hey, don't do this shit. And Red Hood is like, I just had a really rough day. Which is a, a nice reference to yeah. the killing joke. And then Green Lantern flies off. And Commissioner Gordon's like, no one man should have all that, power. that was unnecessary, Luke. And very loud. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying that? No one man should have all that Luke, you're the abomination of Obama's nation. <laughs> Well, I mean, if that was a Trump person saying that, then I'd be very proud. Because, I mean, they get mad if you're like, women should be able to get the polio vaccine. Well, I mean, no one needs the polio vaccine, Luke. Remember that time when America was great? And polio ran rampant? I don't think your argument has legs yeah. to stand on. FDR didn't. We've been doing this podcast for like a, this is I think our 117th numbered episode. Yeah, yeah, this is 117. I still don't entirely know what this podcast is for anymore. It's for dicking around. I guess if you like dicking around, then you must think this podcast is a. <laughs> Touchdown. Anyways, the Guardians of the That's Universe, not the, the touchdown tiny theme. blue people. I oh. know. They play that in baseball, Luke. That's not a football theme either. I know. <laughs> I know. It's literally called bar. It's literally called ballpark. <laughs> Mm. Anyways, the Guardians of the Universe, the tiny blue people who organize the Green Lanterns, reach out to Batman and they're like, hey. They're like, hey, Batman. Or, hey, Green Lantern. There's, like, other planets in this sector that you should patrol. And also, Sinestro, who's nearby, has gone evil. And Batman's like, let the Green Lantern of that sector take care of it. And they're like, but Batman, he is the Green Lantern, and he's abusing power. And Green Lantern is like... Uh-oh, the sound clip's not playing anymore, Devin. That's probably for the best. And, yeah. And Green Lantern flies off because he's like, Hey, you shouldn't be enslaving this planet. And so he shows up, and Sinestro's like, Hey, you want to have some of this power? And Batman's like, 
no, I'm going to take you down. And they start fighting, and Batman is able to use uh, Sinestro's anger to get him into his own trap, and he takes his ring, and then the uh, Kurigarians who lived on that planet who were enslaved are like, hey, uh, we, we wanted him to keep enslaving us. Until Sinestro's daughter, Kat Matui's like, yeah, no, screw all of you. Uh, he was horrible and evil, and Batman and Green Lantern's like, okay, well, here, you take this ring, you're a Green Lantern now. And he finally makes it back to Oa, where Tomar Ray, who's a fishman, criticizes him for being rash, and Batman's like, dude, you fuckers chose Sinestro to be a Green Lantern in the first place. You don't have a leg to stand on. And meanwhile, the Guardians send Sinestro to the antimatter universe of Quard, and they give him a yellow power ring. Back on Earth, Batman meets with Commissioner Gordon to ask where he can find the people who killed uh, his parents indirectly, and Gordon is unwilling to since he thinks that <sighs> the sound clip isn't working anymore, Devin. And uh, Green Lantern leaves. Gordon starts doing the research, and that is when Sinestro shows up and uses the clues that Gordon put together, and then kills Gordon. He then tracks down Joe. T uh, he then chat. He then tracks down Joe Chill, who killed Batman's parents, makes himself look like Bruce Wayne, as a tiny boy, to confirm that uh, Chill recognizes him, and then he steals his mind and starts laughing. Uh, Green Lantern comes back to find Dent looking into the murder of Commissioner Gordon and they want to go and look over the clues and he flies out and Dent also thinks that ah, that button still is not working so Green Lantern finds Sinestro who is now dressed like the Joker and attacks him and the Joker Sinestro doesn't really expect him to get punched, but because he's destroying the city so intensely, Green Lantern punches him in the face, causing the Joker to fly off. So Joker Sinestro, meanwhile, goes on. He transforms Harvey Dent into Binary Star and Selina Kyle into Star Sapphire, because traditionally in the Batman Year One story, Selina Kyle is there and she watches... Bruce Wayne gets his ass kicked and even joins in for a little bit. Green Lantern easily is able to defeat the two of them and they vanish. And Green Lantern starts even more intensely patrolling over his Earth with cameras. So Sinestro decides to go fuck with some of the other planets that are in his sector. The Guardians call up Green Lantern and they're like, Hey, uh, you gotta help those other planets. And he's like, No! Make me! And they're like, okay. And so they decide to reach out to three new people. Clark Kent, a farmer, Queen Hippolyta of the Amazons, and Barry Allen, who just literally got into a explosion. Like, this, it, it's such a weird scene. I get what they're going for, but it's like, Clark Kent, we're coming through you, through the TV. Uh, Queen Hippolyta, we have reached out to you as though we were the gods. Hey, Kaboom. Barry Allen. Chemical explosions. 
So Batman gets confronted by the members of the Green Lantern Corps from Oa, and they go. Uh, meanwhile, Alfred gets attacked by the uh, members of the Sinestro Corps, uh, and they uh, plan to mess with his power battery, but that's when the new Green Lantern, Green Lantern, and Green Lantern show Fun up. Fun the Green Lantern Domino uh, Mask does the... not work on any of them. Oh no, these are like, they are almost as bad as those really, really bad Amalgam comics in the in yeah. first Amalgam sequel. Like, where they just stuck together the uh, Justice League and the yeah. uh, X-Men. yeah. Because, like, first off, the Flash has a domino mask over his already mask. <laughs> you gotta put a mask up plan to I back guess, up that mask like, up ooh. plan. And Superman and the Jerry Curl yeah, does not these, work the, with the mask either. No. And it's really weird that it's the Queen Hippolyta Wonder Woman. But I guess this was that weird bit of canon where she was the yeah, first Wonder Woman or something. DC is weird sometimes. Anyways, the new lanterns are able to stop Sinestro's group, but Alfred got uh, mortally wounded, so he cries out through the Green Lantern battery for help. And before the Owen Green Lanterns can strip Green Lantern's ring, uh, it turns out that his will is the strongest, so he's able to get his ring back. Alfred starts to die, Sinestro and his team escape, and after... Uh, Green Lantern returns, he buries his butler, and then tells the three new Green Lanterns of Earth to look after Earth, and then he takes place, and then he takes over his proper duties as the Green Lantern of his sector of whatever that number yeah. is. Also, can we talk about how only Wonder Woman technically used her powering, and even then it was basically just her normal power? Yeah. It's like we went through all the show it's... of making them Green Lanterns for really no reason, because... Flash just used Flash powers, Superman just used Superman powers, and Wonder Woman just used a lasso that she technically made out of the the ring. Yeah. Oh wait, no, not even. There it, it's, it's totally around her. It is well, I guess she they added some green energy to went it. In but... there using... And they went in <laughs> using the green lantern energy, like I to guess. go through walls and stuff. <clears throat> It's not super good. Because that would be unnecessary, because Superman could just bust it down. <clears throat> yeah. But Devin... No one man should have all that power. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus can have that power. Uh, he is a god. Uh, There's a song that tells me so. Uh, after that, we have Batman Castle of the Bat, which was written by Jack C. Harris with art by Bo Hampton and letters by Tracy Ham and letters by Tracy Hampton. Art's Muncie. good. In Southern, what? <sighs> art is super Did you good. Say arts. Oh, you... mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a very painterly style, which fits, and I mean, it's filled with a bunch of like references to Frankenstein movies. So, in southern Germany in 1819, a highwayman stops a stagecoach because he does not believe in the tales of a demon who portray... It... 
because he does not believe in the tales of a demon who protects travelers. But he is soon beheaded and the driver of the carriage escapes. That traveler slash driver is Dr. Gruber who rushes into a nearby inn where Dr. Wayne and Dr. Staus hear his story and Dr. Wayne has to leave despite the danger as he reaches his castle and calls for Alfredo, his hunchback, who was supposed to be watching the monster. And we get a flashback to the early days of Dr. Wayne when his family was returning from a play in a carriage. And Bruce says he wants to be an actor, which his father's really, really upset about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was saying if you are going to have any... I did not. Funny commentary there. So, they get stopped by a highwayman, and his father attacks one of them, uh, and that guy gets a horse to step on his face brutally. Like, I want to say scarring here, but it's more of a heavy impression that no amount of oh, no. anything can fix. Because you, like, that dude should have been dead, or at least a lot oh, yeah. more slow. But uh, as the Waynes ride away, they get shot with a single bullet, which, good job, Highwayman. That was like, you killed both of them with one shot. And that's like mm -hmm. 1800s guns. And uh, Bruce ends up swearing revenge, and he also decides to become a doctor for his father, but he struggles to balance the whole Hippocratic Oath of do no harm with the, oh yeah, I just totally want to murder these people who killed my parents. And as time goes on, he develops a reputation for being cold and mysterious, even though there is a woman who he loves, named Julia, who decides to come all the way out from Naples to visit him. Bruce, meanwhile, is in danger of having his funding cut, and uh, Julia, it turns out, is set to meet him on that night, and because he asked to be left alone with his research, Alfredo didn't give him the letter saying that she was coming until the night that she was coming in. On the road, he sees a highwayman waiting for Julia, holding her up, so he brutally attacks the man who escapes until Julia... And so he brutally attacks the man until Julia stops him, and the man is able to escape. They report the crime to Burgermeister Gordon, who notes that the highwayman seemed to know that Julia was going to be there, which is mysterious. Meanwhile... One of Bruce's instructors slash colleagues at the college, Dr. Steltum, meets with him questioning if Julia is going to be a distraction to him. And Bruce is like, well, I guess it might be. So I'm going to move myself to this castle that I just bought. This creepy old castle full of castle things. And so when Dr. Steltum goes to visit him, he is attacked by bats and also a bat hound, a creation of Bruce. Because Bruce was like, hey, you know how, like, all these living things have energy? Well, that's probably electricity. So I took some bat electricity and I put it into this dog to make a, do to make a bat hound. And Selton's like, this is unholy magic. I'm going to report it to the board and of students. And Bruce like, thank God. He thinks that I believe this and not that I just made a dog and bat have sex. <laughs> 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 oh, thank God that's the case, Devin. Because no one means to have all that power. 
So as Bruce broods, Alfredo comes in and falls through a hidden passageway to the anatomical vaults where apparently grave robbers used to come. I didn't fully understand what was going on with the vaults. Like, I get that there's a bunch of pieces here, but they're like, I bet, I guess this is where the grave robbers have been storing all their body parts. But it's like, ah, what? Sure, Bruce. And he thinks that the parts that they're going to find down here are fresh, but Alfred notes that, oh no, like all these parts are super old and they're also super well preserved and Bruce is able to find his father's brain. But they hear one of the doctors who it ends up not mattering at all coming down, so they decide to bolt. And Bruce Wayne decides to make a Wayne's monster. It's not a Frankenstein's monster because it's not created by Dr. Frankenstein. The next day, he runs into Dr. Seltzman, and he apologizes and promises to dismantle his lab, while Seltzman notes that he needs to check on the anatomical vault records for reasons. That night, Bruce tries to uh, bring his monster to life, and Julia comes to visit because she's worried about him, and he bids her to go, and he finishes his experiment. But when the monster seems to be dim-witted, he's like, oh, well, shit. I guess, Alfredo, you brought the wrong brain. Oh, wait, no. I guess this whole entire plan was really dumb. And he's disappointed with the fact that he brought a patchwork cadaver back to life. And it's like, Bruce, no, no. You, 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 you did make a monstrosity of life. You did make a mockery of God's majesty, but... Like, or maybe he's just learning that his dad's actually amazing. just really dumb. <laughs> he did get a yeah. bullet through the brain which they never really address so because his experiment failed he promises to devote more time to Julia not killing his monster dad and later he meets with Dr. Seltzum who chooses this time to talk about his revolutionary preservation techniques and how it ended up hiding problems with the organs and Bruce realizes oh well, then maybe I can fix his brain and get my dad to be a monster like I want him to. And so he dresses his monster dad up like a Batman and then injects him with some bat juice, making him into a bat-man who immediately bursts out to fight crime and starts doing so regularly, which pisses Bruce off to no end. Dad, I get that you're going through a midlife crisis because I brought you back to life, but you don't have to go and fight crime all the time. And also turn more into a bat. So, Bruce and Alfredo take the bat hound and try and uh, hunt him down. And they soon find him confronting a highwayman. And Bruce stops his Batman dad uh, from killing the highwayman. And the highwayman recognizes the Batman as Thomas Wayne. The man who he thought he killed all those years ago. And... Here's another weird thing, because I thought that the Batman kills him. Yeah, I did too. Here? But then the Highwayman shows up again. Oh yeah, no, the first time I read this, because yeah, because him whumping into that tree was, uh, looked pretty much like I'm a dead man. Yeah. And he also reveals that he, uh, did the murder working for someone else, which hints at a conspiracy, but Bruce and his Bat-Dad and Alfredo go home. At night, 
Bruce mumbles in his sleep about Julia, so his Batman dad goes out to find her and tries to bring her back to the castle. Alfredo, meanwhile, goes out to chase after the monster, but he is stopped by the highwayman again, and Bruce starts worrying until Senora Martellina, who is Julia's caretaker, shows up, and he decides to go after her and the monster that stole her. He is soon stopped by Strauss and Gruber, who know about the monsters, and he sets him on a wild goose chase by having his horse run in a different direction, while he follows the tracks of his monster that leads him back to Seltzum's lab, where he finds Alfredo and the highway and the highwayman tied up. Both of them are still alive at this point. And Straussman and Seltzum turns on the machine because he wants to get living fluids out of the highwayman because that's how he super preserves organs and he also killed bruce's father because bruce's father opposed his methods like the story falls apart very very quickly meanwhile gordon's chase uh notes that they are have ended up circling back to the university and martelina notes that uh Julia was also stolen because she has left the castle and she also found evidence of grave robbing and Gordon notes that while this didn't while these uh, highwaymen have been around for a while it's probably not Bruce who's behind all of that and also he found a note from another dead highwayman I guess and he recognized Seltzer's writing and there was just an explosion at the lab Seltzer it turns out like any good villain has rigged his lab to explode but the batman shows up there with julia in his arms and the batman drops her attacks seltzum and seltzum prepares to electric and seltzum prepares to electrocute the monster but that is when bruce takes a bunch of seltzum's his electric juices. Per- and, juice yeah his preservation sauce and uh, tosses him onto Seltzum, so he gets electrocuted, killing the evil doctor. And then the Batman sacrifices himself to save everyone and says goodbye to his son. And as the lab collapses, the mob shows up, and Bruce blames it on Seltzum and the monstrous Batman. The end. At the same time, I respected Bruce because, man, he knew how to find a patsy and get out scot-free. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. just using his dad's influence of being an evil murder monster. So, I, both of these were pretty good, but they also oh, had some yeah. like pretty big flaws to them. So, like, uh, how do you feel about Batman in Darkest Night compared to Viva Las Vegas? The Iron Man thing? It's better than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if Spider-Man was better Man Spider? Uh, Puggernaut. Not uh, as Pugnisher. <laughs> so we are splitting up those for uh, our new number 147, Earth, question mark, Green Lantern... Bruce Wayne and then we also have Shadow of the Bat or Castle of the Bat how do you feel about that compared to Green Lantern Bruce Wayne? I liked Wayne? Green Lantern's story I thought held up better 
It didn't fall apart. Yeah. Uh, the art was much better. How do you feel better. about it compared to Spider Jameson? Yeah. How do you Spider feel about Jameson's it compared better. to Spider Jameson? Uh, Reed this removes all powers. So our new number 153 is Earth question mark Wayne's monster uh, bracket castle of the bat so that brings our current list up to a total of 481 we're going to be at hell yeah pretty soon Devin where but for now you know where we are questions so what? we got two questions in this week I know and from two different people, and neither of them are Xavier Files, who probably isn't beverage? listening because we're doing Batman. Okay. Yeah, the beverage is one of them, and then can you guess Michael the other B? one? No. You're looking on the Twitter right now, aren't But you? there's three people who send us questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we thank you all for doing that, even though I think only one of you are a patron. Well, no, two of you are Patreons. But uh, Skeleton Tucker, the beverage, wants to know, if you were a Greg Lantern, what would your signature construct be? And thank you for using the correct name of oh, Greg for sure. Lantern, Tucker. I love Greg Lantern, ever mm -hmm. since I found out I was going to be playing so him. <laughs> it was. Uh, it's such a good gag. Uh <laughs> So, like, I know you're not a big Greg Lantern fan, but, like, some of them are more specified with, like, what they build. Like, Hal Jordan was always sort of the boring one who didn't no. really have a specific style. Jon Stewart made a lot of guns and, like, highly complex machines. Uh, Kyle Rayner made a bunch of, like, nerdy-inspired things because he nerd. was a big uh, nerd. And Guy Gardner, I oh, think, made a lot sure. of punches. So, I don't know, if you were a Greg Lantern, well, would you even be a Greg Lantern, or which one of the Lantern Corps would you go into? I don't know. No. Do you need me to go through all of them? There's I, an emotional spectrum an out there. Yeah. Because you're greedy? I want what's mine. Uh, I feel like I'd probably be a blue lantern. The hope dudes. Because I like to have hope. I'm taking your hope. Look at me. Better than you, because I'm an orange lantern. I'm taking it. Actually, the blue lantern helps to soul helps to cure blue. your uh, lust for power. Yeah, yeah. I want to be a star sapphire then. Put him on the glass. Put him on the glass. Uh, and then our second. Oh Tank. wait, but what would your construct be? 
I had like various types of shovels just because I like digging things. Shovels are fun. And then uh, Michael B, who's at Not Really Robot, wants to know Does Batman make a better Green Lantern or Yellow Lantern? Yellow. Uh, he was also a Black Lantern yellow. and a White Lantern. Batman's all about that yeah. fear and all about that yeah. fear lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Like, he doesn't have to necessarily so... be like an evil yellow lantern, but... No. Yeah. Yeah, there Maybe were Sinestro's less not evil always ones. Mm-hmm. So, our question... Well, no. <sighs> no, Sinestro's always a dick. It's just sometimes his dickery oh, calls in line. He's not always evil. Is needed to be... Yeah. He can sometimes be a good yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he just gets a Hitler mustache. Um, yeah, so that wraps us up for this week. Next week, we are going to be tackling our uh, Thor uh, special, as we're going to be covering What If Planet Hulk. And then... Uh... Oh, wow, the Runaways TV show is nice. coming out on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say we could do that episode then, but uh, we can probably have it as a counterpoint to the yeah. Justice League tie-in episode. Maybe just do it as a special. Because we haven't done a special episode in ages. So we'll do some good, good bonus episode times. Because I'm not doing anything for Thanksgiving. So. Devin, where can people find you online? Luke, where can people find you? You can find me in line at at Coltreg, that's K-L-L-T-R-E-G, or at Luke Hare, or at Luke Hare, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R dot com. Multiversal Q is a podcast that is part of the Patreon uh, subscription backer thing that I've got running, where you get early episodes of Exiled, and we haven't really done a bonus content recently for Multiversal Q. You know, we may do one tonight, maybe maybe not but uh we'll have some multiverse of cube bonus content coming up soon but for as little as a dollar a month you can help support us and support me and the various fees that i have to uh send i had to uh get a subscription to uh -huh. google drive Devin, because the new laptop that i got they tried to shrink it down so it's got a smaller hard drive in it. So now I have to store all of the GarageBand okay. files on uh, Google Drive. Yeah. So that's money every month. Why don't you just get an external? Um, yeah. Because every oh. external drive that I've had has broken. Yeah, it really, really sucks. I lost all of my Terraria content for my uh, Wii U when that external drive died so i'm moving nice. into the cloud mm -hmm. um 
yeah so that wraps us up for this week multiversal q uh, is on twitter or at multiversalq.com where you can see image galleries you can please like rate and review us and you know if you want us to cover certain universes uh let us know what you want to see we've got ty and vember coming up and then we've got our christmas month and then we've got january but uh you know after that we're going to have uh some more open times so let us know what you'd like us to cover especially as we're getting close to the end of exiles exiles will be done by Crazy. july that's intense mm -hmm. but until then this one's no one man should have all that power see you next week <laughs> <laughs>